0: So today, I'm going to give you the, uh, the one strategy, and okay, no clickbait here, the one strategy that works for both crypto, stocks, again, real estate. It doesn't matter what it is that you're, you're using, right? Whatever it is that you're buying and selling, buying low and selling higher, selling high and buying low, whatever you're using, be it courses, uh, e-commerce, whatever. This one strategy works for everything because it's tried and true. All right the one thing that a lot of people don't realize and that we're noticing now with the nft space and uh crypto and you know there's a lot of new things that people are trying and what people don't realize especially older people more so than younger people uh is that nothing changes All right that's the one thing the older generation the um those born again i'm saying older i'm, I'm being general here but Those born before the 1990s, which would put them in their 30s, and older. I mean, again, 30 being uh, very general. But that is right before, like, the super, super Internet age, right? As you enter the 1990s, that's when the Internet becomes becomes super widely available and all that stuff, right? Um, And very transportable, right? Cell phones, things like that. What the old generation doesn't realize is that things don't change because they're scared of what's happening now, not realizing that it's the same stuff that happened before, right? We're talking about NFTs and, and crypto buying and selling. That's been around for hundreds of thousands of years, right? It's just been doing it in different formats, in different ways. The same thing that people used to do with real estate, they're doing now with NFTs, right? It's just moving a lot faster because everyone has access to it and there's a lot more money in the system. So it's all happening faster, but it's the same exact thing. So the one strategy that I say works with everything is equity and time and realizing how powerful time is, right? For the people that are in there 19 years old, 20 years old, they have options, right? And they have options. And one option they could go down is how do I figure out how to trade options, right? How do I figure out how to make this money fast? And then there are the 20-year-olds that figure out that time is the real um, is a real value here, right? You have the Warren Buffets of the world who made their money, made money in their 20s. They're making decent money in their 20s. And then exponentially, their money went from the millions to the billions in his 60s, right? A lot of us on this that are listening to the show probably aren't making millions of dollars. But if you follow Warren Buffett, who right now, if he were to, no, split the shares of Warren Buffett um of Berkshire Hathaway. And I heard this from a fellow podcaster about a serial investor who's retired in the stock market, uh, Chris Hansen, he's one of the he's done uh episodes with us. If you go back and search for Chris Hansen, you can listen to those episodes. And he retired when he was forty-one, right? Forever. Like all he does is trade stocks now. He said that if Warren Buffett were to cut the shares, right, do a stock split of uh, Berkshire Hathaway, that he would immediately become the richest man in the world by far. Obviously, he has principles why he doesn't do that, but if he did, and you could say the same thing maybe with Amazon, but then you have Amazon, who, which is worth like almost $4,000 a share, and you have the Berkshire Hathaway, which has two different classes um, in the hundreds of thousands per share because nobody's selling. So if he were to sell that uh, or cut, split the stock, he would immediately become one of the richest people on the planet, if not the richest person on the planet by far. So what's the difference between him and the options trader? He owns stuff, right? He's built up a lot of equity over time by picking smart things and buying them, not buying call options on them, not buying put options on stocks he thinks are going to go down, by just buying them over time. And again, if you look at his equity curve, look at his net worth, over his lifetime, he was in his 20s when he, he started uh, investing in stocks when he was like 11. But he was in his 20s worth millions, managing a lot of money. But his net worth exploded exponentially over when he was like in his late 50s or 60s. That's because that's the power of compound interest on equity. So the one strategy that works with stocks and crypto is buying and holding. Right, there are swing traders. I swing trade. There's position traders. I do position trade. There's option traders. But the one thing that by and large is the uh, strongest, um, grower grower of wealth and and preservation of wealth is equity. Now, in an interview that you're going to hear next week, not to give it out, but uh, with a soup with a guy who retired investing in crypto, like retired, right? All he does is invest in crypto now, and he makes passive income, he's chilling. He says that crypto doesn't actually give you equity, right? unlike what stocks do, but the idea is still the same. You make your money when you buy and you generate wealth when you learn to buy and hold over time and use the power of time to compound the power of your equity or your possessions, however you want to put it. So it doesn't matter what crypto you buy, you have more power when you buy and hold it for the long term. Now, obviously, you're going to want to buy the best cryptos and for stocks, obviously, you want to buy the best stocks, but it's not about finding the next Apple, right? If you can buy Apple and, gen, you know, amass a certain amount of equity and hold it, you might be better off in the long run. Now, that's not to say that's what you should do because I myself, like I said, I, I trade. I'm young. I can take the risk. I do trade, all right? I'll buy and sell here and there with crypto and stocks and I even trade options, but the majority of my funding for any one of my various accounts goes to my long-term portfolio in stocks, buying stocks and just holding them. And by and large, that's that portfolio is much larger than any other portfolio because that's the power of just time, right? So if you're someone who wants to invest and in, maybe this podcast, I, I've done a, I think I've done a good job kind of talking about the power of buying and holding and, always stressing the long-term portfolio. And I have talked about I talk about options, I talk about buying and selling stocks and how to read charts. But if you take the all in all of this podcast, when I tell you I have two children and I tell you that I buy stocks in their portfolio, I'm not trading that for them. I'm giving them the power of time. I'm giving my children the power of time by buying stocks for them now and buying crypto for them now. Because right now they're young they're 3 and 1 by the time they're in their 20s now they have 20 years of compound interest on and a, a growth a passive growth of equity over 20 years i'm 28 years old or 20, i'm one of those two 27 28 years old and i started with no equity right i was born spent the last 20 years amassing no equity so by the time they're 20 they have a 20 year head start on me and a 20-year has started anybody else who's been waiting for that opportunity. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I've been listening to the Market Ventures podcast for this many months and I still don't know how to trade, right? Well, at first I would say go back and listen to the Market Ventures trading school where I teach you how to, you know, rechart, well, recharts and you can go um, to the website as well, the marketventures.co website. There's a lot of opportunities for you to learn how to trade if you've been here that long, but you've lived in for a couple of months or even a couple of days, uh, the one thing that I would say is buying and holding protects you from the ignorance, right, or the inability of being able to recharge. Maybe you are a doctor and you don't have time, right? Maybe you are an anesthesiologist and you don't have time. Maybe you're a construction worker or a school teacher. You could be any of those things and you feel like you don't have time. Well, the one strategy that's been proven to work over millions and millions of years, I'm exaggerating here, but the one strategy that's always worked is buying and holding, right? You go back to Egypt, you know, princes, kings and queens, what a lot of them have power, it's not buying and selling, they own stuff and they just gave it away to their children. They owned things, right? You go back to the the years of the... uh, Industrial Revolution, when you had you know, the Rockefellers and, and those oil industry people and the railroad industry people, how did those people make their money? They owned things. You go back to the Waltons, the Walmart family, right? They owned things, the Hilton family. The, you, know, you don't hear about Paris Hilton buying and selling stocks. You don't hear about Paris Hilton buying and selling crypto. She has equity. right? People may start doing Airbnbs and not go into the Hilton hotels as much. She's not going to be homeless anytime soon. She owns a lot of stuff. Ray Kroc, McDonald's, he's not buying and selling restaurants. He's not buying and selling crypto or buying and selling stocks. He owns a lot of real estate around the world and sells that real estate to people who want to sell his burgers, right? it's. And if, if you look at, let's be honest, let's look at Walmart, let's look at Amazon. People are missing what Amazon is doing, Right? Apple's getting sales, Microsoft is getting sales, Amazon is amassing a lot of property, right? Amazon's getting a lot of property. So, in the end when Jeff Bezos wants to give his his empire to little Bezos, Amazon itself could they could stop selling things online altogether, but he has property. Under his warehouses, his different depots, Whole Foods, the other businesses that he's buying. When he decides to go to the pharmacy chain, he'll have, um, he'll has Amazon stores that he's gonna set up. He's gonna have pharmacies that he's gonna set up. Like he's gonna have a lot of property around the world. I'm sure he's gonna own the land under as well. So these people didn't become rich by buying and selling stocks and buying and selling crypto and. Hopefully, this message isn't driving you away from the podcast because I want you to keep listening, but if anything else, I want you to be successful, and success comes from this one strategy, right? But we'd be a crypto, buying and selling, I mean, buying uh, Bitcoin or buying Ethereum, or stocks, buying Coca-Cola and Amazon and Microsoft. Buying and holding and building equity or ownership or possession of something is the the true key to building wealth. And if you have children, it is the only key to building generational wealth. Thanks for listening today. I hope that helps some of you. An update on the stock market front. I mean, we are finding a lot of support down at these levels, and we're bouncing up towards the end of each day. I've been doing what I know best. I've been going back to selling credit spreads. It's the best way to build a small account. I'm taking 10, 12, 15% here and there by buying calls and selling calls or buying puts and selling puts. If you want to know how to do that, you can go to um you can go to and find my TikTok channel or search the TikTok market underscore adventures. And I have a video on there of me actually doing a Um, I believe a put credit spread on the S&P 500 to take, I think, 15%. So I've been doing that, building my account back up. Like I said, I took a big hit um, two weeks ago when I was trading and I took a week off. So I'm back to building that account up. It's super not easy, but it's it's a strategy I've learned how to do to build my account back up. So I'm doing that right now. Um, It's a super cool strategy for those of you who don't have a lot of time. But you want to learn a strategy that's pretty simple to do as well. Um, and that's basically the update. We'll see how this, there's China news, there's Bitcoin news, there's um, policy news as, a, as it pertains to like monetary policy, the government, um, the government debt ceiling, uh, the IRS. There's a bunch of vaccine stuff. There's a bunch of news happening. All we can do right now is sit and wait and watch the price action and let the market decide a direction and then jump on the wave. Um, if you have any questions, go to marketbench.co. send me a message. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well. And remember, as we begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Buy equity and seek adventure.